fuck in me I make her feel right To the nth degree I make her feel right I got the dick she need We 6'9", 360, 365 She make me feel right So she picking me I make her feel right To the nth degree I make her feel right I got the dick she need We 6'9", 360, 365 She stick with me I'm too fresh, too crushed, too blessed with more The F and essence of effervescence you quested for Six, three chicks, see and lose breath Pick me quickly, give you death Let it see more dear It's heating here so I see no fear I wanna make all your molecules orgasm From head to toe give all of you more spasms That aura belongs uniquely to you Want some more of you, that freaky voodoo Knew you in a past life is too familiar And no doubt in that life you were killer Script flip that cat murdered me so many times I need surgery when I see those panty lines See my life flash past when I slide it in whiplash But you can't wait to ride again Kawasaki, Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki Ride it, ride it, ride it, ride it, baby, give it to me Kawasaki, Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki Ride it, ride it, ride it, ride it, baby, give it to me I make her feel right, so she picking me I make her feel right, to the nth degree I make her feel right, I got the dick she need We 6'9", 360, 365, she stick with me I make feel right, so she picking me I make her feel right, to the nth degree I make her feel right, I got the dick she need We 6'9", 360 365, she sticks with me Game off the charts, couldn't peep her in a graph Damn, I swear, her throat deeper than giraffes Bump that Marvin, that Smokey, that Pendergrass Give it to her better than she had in her past Let me touch spots you never knew you had Please, show you I'm the zigzag, zoodoo zaddy At ease, I'm well known for what I do to baddies But I don't need others, just need boo to have me Madly falling for your wild kinky side You keep me right, girl, I really think we vibe Love your intellect, it's been respected We'll vibrate until we're interconnected So much we can do, pleasing me, pleasing you You like another dimension I reach into I know all your fantasies, you know about mine Come on baby girl, let's go to cloud nine Kawasaki Yamaha, Honda Suzuki Ride it, ride it, ride it, ride it, baby give it to me Kawasaki Yamaha, Honda Suzuki Ride it, ride it, ride it, ride it, baby give it to me I make her feel right, so she picking me I make her feel right Once again, Dimension 11, Cloud 9, you know, all the all the prerequisites to me meeting with you here. <laughs> that doesn't even, it doesn't make sense, but you're here, so you're going to listen to this, all right? So listen up, turn your hearings, a- <laughs> turn your hearing aids up, boomers. I can't even dish you because I fucked up saying hearing aids, but it's not like it's like a normal phrase in my life because I hear just fine. Thank you very much. But uh, anyway, <laughs> you're, I, I got to rattle off the sponsors. You know, this is brought to you by Anchor. Of course, you're going to hear that that canned Anchor ad that I, that I do. And I, I need to update again. Like I did the ad and it, and it's it was like 
it was like my mics have updated over time. You've probably noticed if you listen to some of the old episodes that the mics are are better than they used to be now. So like when you go back and listen to those, you're like, oh man, this doesn't sound great. It wasn't recorded on the, the greatest microphone, um, but it's listenable because my philosophy is like everybody worries about the fucking sound quality. And I'm like, yo, if, if the shit's boring, it's boring. That's what's more important. Like you could have a good mic and still make a shitty show and you could have a terrible mic and make a great show. Like as long as it's like you can hear what's being said, I, I don't trip on it too much. Although I would always like to, the, the more professional, the better, but you know what I mean? I mean, we're coming to you from space. You can't really complain too much, right? It's like, it's still pretty damn decent. But anyway, I've gotten way off topic. Uh, the sponsors, yes, anchor.fm. And of course, your bitch is brought to me by you. <laughs> All your bitch are belong to us. That's a shout. That's like a shout to my my gaming nerds, my fellow gaming nerds who recognize that reference. All your base are belong to us. It was like from some shitty translation of a game they fucked up because that doesn't make sense. It's like this fucking. <laughs> Forget what game that was. Somebody could find it easily. It's slipping my mind right now, but it said all your base are belong to us. Like which is like obviously terrible grammar. But I digress. <laughs> this is that old school Godcast shit from November. You hoes member. You know, I'm trying to trying to bring back the energy, you know, because I know we I, everybody's been a little low on energy. So I gotta bring it. I remember if, if the taco man was here, if Pedro Fernandez was here listening. He never says his name like that, but if he were listening right now, he'd be like, I, I, if he were listening to some of those old shows, he wouldn't like it. I remember one time he he when I when I actually came to the studio, the Sports Byline Studio in San Francisco, California. I know that's a, a bit of a brag there, but when I actually came into the studio, one of the times I came in, um, <laughs> I was on the mic. I had driven up there. From the LA area, which is, you know, like a six, seven hour drive. And it was, it was like 10 at night. I was pretty damn tired. So I get to the studio and, he, and <laughs> we start talking, we start doing our show. And he says, are you on black tar heroin? And I won't, I'll never forget that. <laughs> he was just thought I had like no energy. So I was like, damn, all right. Put me on blast on the air. Are you on black tar heroin right now? I don't know how he, he specifically identified that I was actually on that, but somehow he was able to conclude that I was on black tar heroin. Uh, and I've never done black tar heroin just for the, if any potential employers may be listening or sponsors, <laughs> I've never done it. But I can imagine that the come down from that would be quite severe. So I guess it sounded like I was coming down from black tar heroin or something. <laughs> but man, um, I had an interesting experience for the listeners that don't know, since you are listeners and you can't actually see me unless you follow me on the gram, shameless plug at life in zero gravity. That's the number zero, not the word. Cause some bastard took the fucking <laughs> word as you've heard in other episodes. I'm fired up. I'm gonna track him down. I'm gonna take, well, I can't right now with social distancing. I'm a, I'm gonna beat his ass from six feet away. All right. So, <laughs> but anyway, Yes, uh, I had an interesting experience because for those who don't know, I'm about I'm I'm around six three, so I'm I'm a taller gentleman. I'm a taller gentleman, as it were. And um, I was I was going to a restaurant picking up an order, 
And I'm kind of like looking at my phone, looking at the details of the order to, you know, make sure I understand what I'm doing. <laughs> and so um, this restaurant, to be fair, is on a bit of a slant. So this guy, so like I'm on my phone and I almost run into this guy. Like we're both kind of looking down and, and I almost run into this guy and the fucking, I'm 6'3", like I said. This guy, it felt like I've never been around anyone this much taller than me. It felt like this guy was like eight feet tall. And I think it was partially the hill, but I was like, fuck, this is what it's like to be short. It was like a real interesting experience to have to look up that much. But I I seriously, the guy was was seven foot something. I think he was like seven, six. Like it was crazy. Like, I don't think I've been around. I've been to NBA games and stuff, but this guy just felt like he was like super tall for some reason. I think it was partially the hill. And he was like crazy skinny. Like he looked like the Slender Man from that movie or whatever, like, or Jack Skellington. It was like crazy, like you got to think like if he was like a nor like a i don't know if he weighed 200 but that was which would be a normal weight but it was stretched out to like fucking seven six that's what this guy looked like so <laughs> so he's walking down this hill i'm walking up this hill and he's like excuse me brother he had like a super deep voice which just made it pretty damn funny because it was just like <laughs> like a massive person you would expect to have like a, a deep voice like that so it was kind of funny and i was like am i tripping it was this was this dude really this tall? And then like I look back as he's in his car and his fucking knee is like up above the dashboard and I'm like, "Oh, this is a tall ass dude." So it made more sense at that point, but pretty funny, man. I, I it was a weird experience for me cuz I'm almost always the tallest person in the room or like maybe there'd be someone that, that's like an inch or two taller than me. Like it's rare for anyone to be like that much taller than my height so it was it was pretty funny <laughs> but but I, but I wanted to I wanted to do something on this show that we've done in the past but I thought we'd we'd expand on it we'd elaborate on it let's do everyone's favorite pastime conspiracy theories let's recklessly speculate with no facts at all let's do that that sounds like a good idea right that sounds like uh, there's no way that could possibly go wrong so let's get into it, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, is is it Big Paleo? Is it reptilian shapeshifters? Are they one and the same? Tune in to learn more. Well, you you're really not gonna learn shit from this, but you you'll probably be entertained. I'd say by by my high energy style. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos otra vez. Yes, we're back. <laughs> so uh democrats are sabotaging trump knowing he would be bad at handling the virus that's a conspiracy theory that that i kind of came up with and first things first you you guys all know i'm not a, i'm not a trump i'm not a trumpster not a trump fan so this is just some random shit but i thought about it i'm like it would sort of make sense because you know this motherfucker wasn't gonna be able to handle a virus the best and I mean, people aren't above. It's not like uh, like governments are above fucking putting lives at stake to to uh, get their political like ideology across. So it's not. I mean, it is it is far fetched, but to an extent, when I think about it, I'm like, ah, I don't know that they're necessarily totally against it. It's fucked up. I mean, it's for anyone to die. Like for the sake of like power is is always going to be fucked up, but I wouldn't be totally shocked if 
if they're not totally setting that up, if they are like, well, let's just see, let's just we'll let him handle this, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I, it, it's th- These are conspiracy theories for a reason. They're supposed to be wild. Uh, could this be a scheme to bring about martial law? Also not totally far-fetched. I mean, anybody in power, power w- makes you want more power, right? So it's not crazy to think that people would want more power and want to be able to control their subjects more, which martial law would bring about. I mean, if they want to prevent crimes and all that, if they want to just take over the resources, I mean, as much as like sides will say, oh, we, we're against fascism, we're against communism, like left and right, part of them, I think, kind of wants the power. I think part of them wants that. They, they get a taste of it and they're like, huh, this is like communism light. What, what's the full one like? What's the full super mega Capcom edition with the DLC? <laughs> what, what is that like? What's that communism? We've tried diet communism, but have we tried ultra calorie communism? I don't think so. We haven't tried ultra fascism. You know, so it's all, it's all, it's all coming together, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, just throwing. Let's keep it r- rumbling with the conspiracy theories. Uh, let's see, could this, could this be a, could could it all be a cover for something else? You know, so it's just a scheme for something else. Could it all be a cover for something else? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Like, I definitely think that the news was dominated by that when they were trying to do a bunch of wild shit. Th- that usually happens. There's always like a back page. That where we're where we're getting fucked. It's similar to Craigslist. There's always a back page on the newspaper where we all get fucked as well. So yeah, always make sure you read that. <laughs> Anytime you see like the headline, what's on the back page? Because it's usually something like the headline will be like, "Man saves dog," which is a cool story. And then the the back thing will be like, "Government orders one hundred thousand caskets." Like, oh shit, what is that about? Like, it's always something like that. Which, by the way, that was a story recently. Don't know the validity of that, but a little scary for the government to be ordering 100,000 caskets. And this is a perfect time of any, if there's ever a perfect time, because I think we all wish the shit didn't exist, right? I mean, if we could wish coronavirus away, I think we'd all... We'd all do that if, if we could summon Shinron. I think that would be something that... That would probably be the top wish right now, if we could get all the Dragon Balls and summon Shinron. So, uh... The coronavirus, as of this Godcast, there are 3.46 million cases in the world, 1.11 million recovered. Hey, one, one, one. That's a good sign if you follow me. Uh, 245,000 dead. Obviously, a bad sign. Uh, terrible for anyone to die. As I've grown, um, and I was having a discussion with a, a friend about this, like having a daughter or just having a kid in general has really made me even more empathetic than I already was. I feel like I've always been a pretty empathetic person, but having a daughter has made me a lot more empathetic. And it's like, I realized that everybody means what she means to me. Like everybody means that much to somebody. So when anybody dies, it's tragic to me. It doesn't matter old, young, any, you know, everybody means a lot and like we forget that you forget that 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 everybody is like a a mother a father uh well i mean everybody has a mother father everybody you know is somebody's kid everybody like has 
grandparents and ancestors and all that. Like everybody has family, some type of family. And everybody is the most important person in somebody's life. So that goes to all the people out there. I know there have been like more suicides, which is understandable. I mean, if suicide was ever understandable, it it makes sense that there would be more suicide right now because it's a depressing time. But keep that in perspective, man, because I've been there. I've had my battles with that. I mean, I haven't had the easiest life in the world. I've gone through things that a lot of people wouldn't be able to deal with. And I'm proud of myself for that. But at the same time, like I recognize like if, if there were ever a time where people were going to feel down, this is the time, you know? So keep your heads up, man. I'm always here. Uh, you can always like send me your, your comments, concerns. If, if even fuck the small businesses, everybody is a small business themselves. So if anybody needs a shout out for anything that they're doing, man, if anybody's like, let me know, I'll shout you out. I'll, I'll send you all across the multiverse. I don't know what, what's going on with me messing up these words today. Multiverse. I don't know what the fuck that was, but I will send you all across the multiverse. The multiverse, whichever one you pronounce it as. But yeah, man, um, I'm here. I am here. So and I'm and I'm doing this to entertain the people, get you through these whack ass times right now, and <laughs> we'll come out on the other side stronger. I can already see it. I already see it. I'm an optimist though, so. Don't take it from me. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm Mr. Fucking Sunshine. So <laughs> I'm always that way. I mean, I am the star man. So it makes sense. I'm literally a fucking star. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, following along that, the US has 1.17 million cases. Oh, fuck. I mean, it's crazy that we're over a million here. 150K recovered. 67,300 dead. A lot of people passing away and um it's really sad like it's a a terrible way to go out and it's sad that we couldn't get that we didn't i won't even want to say we couldn't that we didn't get this under control earlier we could have prevented a lot of this you know and but what do you know we'd be further along and maybe we'd be starting to really get through this even more even though there are a lot of glimmers lately i see the glimmers california has 52,197 cases 2,172 dead so our numbers have been rising too but it's it it seems like it's not rising as fast it seems like everyone's rising a little slower like obviously the numbers are going to go up they're not going to go down at least the number of dead that's not going to go down or, I mean, hopefully it doesn't, because that would be a zombie apocalypse, which would be a whole other conspiracy theory. And, frankly, I think we've, we're have we already packing so many conspiracy theories into this. I don't think we... We don't have time for the zombies, those mindless zombies. Uh, yeah, New York has uh, 313,000 cases, about, and 18,909 dead. So, it's... Uh, New York, man. Prayers to New York. Very sad situation there um it's just it's it's crazy to see how much a different area can be affected like hit so much harder than like california which has like way more people somehow has so much it the toll has been so much lower in california than it has in new york and that's crazy to me uh, like it's like nine t- nine times the amount of people are dead in new york and that's just that's just so crazy. Six times as many cases. And it's a smaller 
it's a smaller population. And I know the population density. If that's really what's like driving the numbers up there that much, that's just crazy to think. And I think a lot of people are really going to consider like not living in such crowded areas after this if they can avoid it. That's the thing that sucks. It's like sometimes you're in those areas because you're kind of forced. Like there's nowhere else for you to go. You're born there. You can't really like leave, can't afford to get out of there. So I hope, man, I just want, I want everyone to be safe. I know it's not realistic. I don't want anyone to die. Like, I don't wish death on anyone. That's just my philosophy. And You know, maybe when I was younger, I was like more negative like that, but there's no fucking, there's no reason to spend your energy on that. So just stay up, keep each other up, man. That's what we got to do. Um, and back to the conspiracy theories. This is all a conspiracy by Big Paleo to sell Flintstone vitamins. I wouldn't, you know, you definitely can't count that one out. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Those, those bastards, those reptilian shapeshifters. Maybe those are reptilians who have shifted shape to vitamin form. Thinking they're nutritious, maybe they're secretly poisonous. You never know. Maybe, maybe we'll, you know, the only one we can trust is Karen with her essential oils. <laughs> uh, the the dab little known fact the dab which is called a dance now but it was actually it but then people have said that it was a smoking thing like coughing into your um elbow or whatever like dracula coughing in you know it's actually a big paleo salute it's short for yabba dabba do so stay woke <laughs> this is it's all coming full circle you have to understand the origins of this dab this is a this is where it really comes from so when you do that when you you see all these different secret salutes all these illuminati hand gestures and the entertainers covering their eye in illuminati well if you see a dab that's short for yabba dabba do and it's and it's about big paleo trying to get you to ingest these Flintstone vitamins to make dinosaurs cute and cuddly. So when they bring them back and they bite our heads off, we're like, oh, I never thought dinosaurs would do this to me. It's all, it's, it's all connected. It's all interconnected. Yes. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates is using coronavirus to track you, to force you to buy Xbox One since it sucks. That's what this is. People don't even know. And there's all these conspiracy theories about Bill Gates. Oh, Bill's at it again. What's that motherfucker doing? He's uh, He already put out all these uh, shitty like software <laughs> like lines. Now what is he up to? Well, he's trying to get you to buy that floundering Xbox One. It, it all makes sense if you think about it. They could only keep it down for so long. The X-Bone. Like, they had no games for it. And they expected people to buy it. But now... Bill will find a way. Bill will do it. He's going to make you buy it. You're, you're bored during quarantine. Why don't you buy an Xbox One? It couldn't possibly be more boring than nothing. Only it can. I know what you're up to, Bill. I'm on to your conspiracies. He doesn't have a vaccine or anything. His, his vaccine is the Xbox One. He's trying to peddle the Xbox One to the unsuspecting public who are going to... The Xbox One can literally bore you to death. It's actually more dangerous than the coronavirus. So stay woke. Stay woke, peeps. <laughs> oh, man. It's, a, it's the damn 5G towers. It's those damn 5G towers that are fucking everyone up. That's what it is, right? 
<laughs> I've seen that one. That one has not uh, died. Like the 5G towers has kind of stayed. That's been like a conspiracy from the beginning. And um, it doesn't appear to be going anywhere. So the 5G towers, I guess, I mean, I, I guess it's like a new technology. People always fear new technology. So that's the only thing I can think. But I always find that one kind of weird. Uh, so I'm like, okay, why? I, I just don't get what the purpose is. I, I really don't like why are they just saying that they're trying to spread this virus to kill people? Because I don't get that. I think I've mentioned on here before, like why would they be trying to kill their taxpayers and all that? <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. So I, I don't, I don't get the whole 5g thing. Like it seems like it would actually cost them a lot of money that people aren't really thinking about. They're just thinking like there are people always think the government wants them dead and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't, the government isn't really trying to like actively kill you. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe like they wish there were less um, people that voted against them. Other than that, I don't think that they have that much of a concern to actually take people out because it's not really in their benefit. I mean, if anything, if you you, you think the government's trying to rip you off all the time, right? So why would they want less people to rip off? <laughs> <laughs> what that's like less uh i don't know it's just like less that they can actually do it's less money for them so don't <laughs> i don't i don't get that one that was always silly and of course of course it's the new world order right this is all to bring about the new world order that's what this is all about they're trying to get us all in a place to to make this happen they're gonna make the new world, you know, like they're going to get us all alone and we're all going to be, we're all going to just give up all our rights and nobody's going to be prepared. They're just going to catch us slipping, you know, that's what this is all about, right? Um, the new world order thing, I don't think that it's, um, I don't think there's a new world order coming about. I do think that this is going to change, though, in a sense it'll be that. But the new world order has like this like negative it is it, i mean it could be a negative connotation but it has this like totally negative connotation where it's just like oh the new world order they're going to take over they're going to throw everyone out we're all going to be in bread lines we're all going to be out on the street we're going to get locked up they're going to kill everyone like that's what people think of when they think of the new world order and it's like i don't think that that's that's necessarily a new world order can be something totally different not to defend like fucking the Illuminati and all that, like if that if that is a real thing. Not to defend that, but like the the power structure changing could be considered a new world order, which I do think the power structure is going to change. I think there's going to be co countries that are weakened by this and countries that are strengthened by this, and it remains to be seen which ones. I mean, right now it looks like everyone's weaker, but there's going to be some that emerges stronger. And I mean, it could be like that the U.S. is not the superpower it once was. And that, that could very well be. That might be this new world order that like there might be other countries that have more power or are kind of like seen as like the leader of the free world like the U.S. is now. And is that necessary? Is that a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Nobody knows. Nobody can say. So that's just one of those things. But with new world order, I don't think that it necessarily means that everything's going to be bad because think about it like things I, I i know that i'm the optimist like i said mr sunshine but things have generally gotten better over time technology's gotten better over time like government has actually gotten better over time the laws have gotten better over time it, there's less that like 
there's less oppression. Not that there's not still a lot of oppression, but there's less oppression. You know, there's not as much slavery as there was, even though I would argue that there still is a lot of slavery. There is, um, it's, it's gone, it's progressed over time and it, and it's progressed slower than I think pretty much anyone would like it to other than the people that are benefiting from that type of stuff, which is a small amount of people. But in general, I would say things have gotten better over time. That's just my, I mean, women couldn't vote before, you know, like in, in a lot of countries, like people that weren't white couldn't vote here, like so in America, I should say, if you don't know, that's where, well, I mean, I'm technically broadcasting from space above America, but, but this is the, if you had to pinpoint my exact location, I'm hovering above America on cloud nine and dimension 11. So it may not be your dimension. I doubt any of you are in dimension 11, but this is still reaching you. So that's the point. And we've, you know, I kind of got away from the subject there, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't buy into that one. You know, it, it doesn't, I, I think that um, there's always, there's always more to it than that. It's not always just like, oh, they're all evil. They're all going to kill us all. Like, it's not, not, that's like some Alex Jones shit and like that <laughs> turning the frogs gay and all. like, no, no, man, it's not, it's not that outwardly, uh, I don't know. It's not that obvious or Everybody knows they're turning the frogs gay. No, not that. <laughs> I don't know why I go back. That one's just always funny to me. They're turning the frogs gay. Like, because for one, who cares? I don't, for one, I don't think they could turn them gay. But if they are gay, like, uh, who cares? Like, I mean, I guess if you're talking about like they won't be able to like procreate or whatever, that would be bad if literally all of the frogs were gay. But if there were more gay frogs, I don't think that would be necessarily bad or anything, you know? I don't know. Like it I don't I don't like I guess I don't view like well, spoiler alert, I don't view being gay or bi as a bad thing. It's just it's just like a normal part of life. Like there's plenty there are a lot of gay people, a lot of bi people. I I know several of them and i don't see it as like a i don't see it as like a negative thing which I, I know a lot of people do but it's like man it's just that's their business that's and honestly it, it doesn't affect you at all like grow up be mature don't act like it's like nasty or whatever because it's not it's it's a normal part of life like <laughs> like i don't i mean i don't think like if we don't if if we don't know that we're going to see somebody kissing in general, I don't think any of us want to see anyone kissing. Like it's not necessarily like if you're watching a movie and you know they're going to kiss or whatever like then it's cool, but if you're just like you know, if you just see cuz I see that. I see people who are like anti-gay they're like, "Oh, I can't stand to see them kiss and stuff." And it's like it really it doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't gross me out, but I just think that's that's hella immature like to have that mentality because it's like it's just two people expressing their feelings for each other if you can't see that and just like they're not not every fucking kiss is made so you can beat off to it or whatever the fuck like <laughs> like no, you shouldn't even be beating off to people kissing anyway but you know what i mean like not people aren't kissing for your enjoyment so just shut the fuck up relax and like stop hating on people like just let them live their lives and that that's a general thing that's a general thing about this show like 
that's like something that's been a consistent theme. So I'm glad we could drive that point home once again. Oh, another conspiracy theory is there's always devil worshippers behind anything bad that happens, right? It's like the, the damn devil worshippers are doing it again. It's the devil worshippers. They're, I don't know, they're, they, they for whatever reason, there's like people drinking blood. There has to be sacrifices. Maybe we're all sacrifices of the devil worshippers out there. Maybe we're all sacrifices to Satan himself. <laughs> but I don't know. To me, I, I'm just like, I don't think that devil worshipers have as much power as, as people think. Like, I'm sure there are evil people that worship the devil that are in high ranking positions, but I don't know. I don't think that it's like as widespread as people probably think. Cause I think to get any level of power, I don't know if you could necessarily like function like that. I don't know. And honestly, like if you, if you read the full stories of everything, like of everything, I think that, just being like a Satan worshiper has it, it obviously has like an extremely negative connotation. And just like anything else in the world, I don't think that you can necessarily say that everybody who does one thing is the same way. So I don't think that all people who call themselves devil worshipers are, ne are necessarily like trying to kill people or, and drink their blood and all that. Like, I don't think that's, I don't think you can say that, like make that generalization. Like it might be true a lot of the time, but it's just not always true. And now I am joined by by uh, the peanut the peanut gallery. Yes, we're talking about conspiracy theories. Maybe that's another one. Stereotypes are always true. <laughs> Uh, if you read enough conspiracy theories, you will eventually start to believe some. That's a conspiracy theory. And conspiracy theories are a conspiracy theory to create more conspiracy theories. Have you thought about that? Have you even thought about that? I don't think so. So remember that next time you're conspiring. And I think anytime there's a conspiracy is literally just like a bunch of people doing one thing. So everything's a conspiracy theory, I guess. All, all these listeners, all these these listeners of this show, you're all part of a conspiracy theory, and and I will call you all out by name when we are brought to trial. If if no, it's it's massive. It's a ma It doesn't show up. Okay, it, they don't count all the numbers on other planets and all that. They haven't all come in. They're trying. They're they, none of that shows up. It only shows the world. We'll be back with more of your favorite conspiracy theories. Well, maybe. We'll see.
that track is from one of my instrumental um, projects I put out. I wanted to put it out on here because like it got really filtered on Bandcamp and they like sucked all the bass out. So I wanted to put it on here so people could hear how it's actually supposed to sound. <laughs> so th- that one is named like Unreal, I think. I don't know. It doesn't have a real uh, name to it or anything i didn't put much i always come up with weird names and now i can't even remember why i named it that but that's one of the instrumental tracks that i've released over the years all right now it's time for the great (laughs) the greatest uh, contribution to the show to the show your instagram questions so only got a couple and I'm going to start ignoring some of these. Uh, <laughs> some of these are just like, what? We got about four. I guess I'll read them this time, but you're on thin ice. This is the last time I'm, because people just aren't sending questions. They're just like, they're just sending like emojis and stuff. These, these zoomers, you zoomers. Now I don't know if they're zoomers, but so one of them was the 49ers draft, which is, it, I mean, it happened a week ago now. That's a topic. I I have you uh, send me in topics or questions. So for the 49ers draft, I like what they did. Uh, They got like a, they got a defensive player and a receiver essentially with the top picks that they had. And I thought it was, I thought it was good Um, overall. Like the receiver they got, uh, Brandon Aishuk, I thought he, I mean, he, I, I probably pronounced his name wrong. So my apologies on that. But, um, I liked, uh, like the, I thought that it was a good pick. Like he's fast, um, Pac-12 player. I thought I think that he looks like he has a lot of potential, especially in like a a Kyle Shanahan offense. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think that I think that's a that's one of the big takeaways from this draft. I thought that the, that they got like a it was a good, a really good draft for receivers overall, and the 49ers made a good pick with their receiver pick. I think. Um, and they got Kinlaw, of course, Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. The I thought the, to re- basically replace DeForest Buckner, who they got rid of. Um, I mean, I didn't want to. I don't think anybody wanted to see Buckner go, so that's a unfortunate thing. But I do think that uh, this Kinlaw has a lot of potential, and the the reason I say that one of the main reasons is you see Von Miller really wanted the Broncos to get him. So somebody that's like a Hall of Fame defensive player like Von Miller, for him to acknowledge that I think is a very good sign. So um, I give that. I, I think that that was a, a good pick as well. Um, okay, so let's see next. <laughs> The next response we have is three flame emojis and a bomb emoji. And that's what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, I appreciate the, the sentiments. Uh, I don't know what exactly that means. I don't know what to take away from that. But <laughs> thank you for your response. Um, I, I guess maybe you like the qu- you're excited about the questions or something. So that's a, that's a good thing to get to get you ex- that, that you're to get <laughs> I want to say to get you excited it's good that you were that you were fired up enough to respond and that's that's all I can really say about somebody just sending in emojis because there's also another one where they sent a purple heart and I, that's cool I don't know if you're a wounded veteran then uh, thank you for your service. I don't think that's why you sent the purple heart, but yeah. Um, somebody said, what came first, jellyfish or jelly? I think it would have to be the jelly. 
I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't know what what would come first, the jellyfish or the jelly. It just seems like in the history of the world, like if everything evolved from like bacteria or whatever, like those small organisms, it just seems like the smallest of those probably came before the larger thing. Even though it seems like you need jellyfish to produce jelly. I don't know. It just seems like uh, the jelly probably came first in that scenario. So I would say that. Yeah. So the the, the boomer dad just said that the the (laughs) jelly, the term jelly came before the jellyfish. So I think that's that's a fair um, assessment. The jellyfish, or the jelly came before the jellyfish. It makes sense. You'd have to have the jelly to name the jellyfish. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's about it for the Instagram contributions for the week. So thank you for those. <laughs> I haven't been able to get back in the studio. Uh, have several albums worth of material written. So I'm sure all three of you out there who listen to them will be excited about that. It's <laughs> it's more than three, but yeah, no. Um, so I'm look, I, I want to get back in there. I'm trying to be cautious about it. And it's just honestly hard to find the time lately. Like everything's just so, it's so busy. So um, I'm trying to get back into record. And I also don't have a lot of like backing music to go with a lot of the stuff. So which is not really the preferred way to write. You don't normally write before you have backing music, but that's kind of what I've been doing. I, I write it in a way where you can fit it, and I can always alter it to where it'll fit more over time. But I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it, it works. Like I find a way to make it work. It makes it more interesting to in a way. For another conspiracy theory, there will be extremophile viruses that thrive at the X Games on Doritos and Dew. That's how they will be sustained. So look out for the Doritos and Dew. That's going to be the next thing. There might be a shortage of those. Maybe these uh, extremophile viruses will become humanoid and, and buy them. And nobody will be able to get them. So something... If you're, you might want to stock up on Doritos and do now to prevent a shortage for yourself, you might want to start hoarding those. And I feel like both of those have like it takes a while for them to expire. So <laughs> the Chinese are hiding their virus numbers. That's another conspiracy. I don't know if that's even really a conspiracy theory because it does. For one, I think, I don't know if countries are hiding it, but I don't, nobody knows the full extent of the numbers, like, because there's just not enough testing to know the full extent. So I don't think that's a conspiracy theory, but I guess to say that they're intentionally hiding them might be a conspiracy, but I don't know. I, I mean, I would be more likely to believe that than not believe that because it just seems weird that a country that has like that much population density or that has a population that dense is probably the right way to put that, um, would have like lower numbers than New York, for example. I know like they can lock it down more with their the type of government they have, but at the same time, it's just kind of weird that their numbers have not gone up at all. I don't know. Like something's fishy about that, <laughs> that they've stayed at like the same numbers for a while. That just seems a little strange. Another conspiracy theory is the book I'm writing is is actually a cover for more dastardly deeds. And that's not even a conspiracy. That's a fact. So 
this book that I'm writing is to cover up all this other stuff that I'm doing that's being hidden, being blanketed by, oh, he's just writing a book. He can't be that bad. No, there's much more going on than you even realize. There's much more uh, shape-shifting going on. There's much more, like, conspiracy that is layered underneath the current conspiracy. Every word in this book is actually... A, a code for another conspiracy so there are unlimited conspiracies a whole multiverse of conspiracies and those multiverses have their own multiverses and their own planets orbiting their own suns and those suns have other suns orbiting them so it's all connected in a way so check out oh check out uh brothers is a life sentence by swerve you could find that by googling it i tried it myself so Check that out. Uh, there's also the there's a site called Lulu Press that's like printing these uh, books. So um, check check that site out and check out more independent authors because a lot of the books you read are produced by like corporate like entities. It's by big books, <laughs> big books. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> whoever's running the books, big writing, big, big paper, big publishing, big publishing all big of that public. stuff. Yeah. Big publio, all of them. Uh, th so they're all a conspiracy. No, but I mean, it's always good to support independent businesses and like writing is no different, really. I mean, you might see more errors in the year, <laughs> independent writing, but I mean, we make up for it with, with heart, I think. So, <laughs> and speaking of that, independent authors, independent songwriters, you know, you can always check out zero grav on all your streaming services the song that opened the show was le petite mort from the bible um i was surprised because I, I try to make sure i haven't played the same songs on different episodes and i'm kind of surprised i haven't played that one i think i've played like that beat but i've never actually played that song so or zong as i, I should have said because i don't make songs i make zongs so Make sure you, and that's a conspiracy. I'm I'm part of a conspiracy to eliminate S's from the language. I'm trying to push them out and force Z's into their place. So that's that's my own personal um, conspiracy that I have. So I don't know if it's a conspiracy, but then again, I am schizophrenic. So all my different personalities that counts as a conspiracy at that point. I think I'm not actually schizophrenic, but I do have many alter egos. It's pronounced schizophrenic. So if they're yeah, schizophrenic. So it actually is. There are two. There is a Z in schizophrenic, which is part of the conspiracy. It all works together. Um, I, I, let's make more collaborations happen. I know it would have to be like digitally, but I want to collaborate with more people. So if you're a producer or a singer or a rapper, or whatever you do, you play instruments. Um, I'm trying to make that happen. I know I have people that I'm trying to that I'm supposed to collaborate with that haven't like made happen but some of you know like one guy he's like a he makes like stuff that's like soundtracks and it's like it's very difficult to make and um so i feel like i have to put like more time into whatever i create to go with that so that that's why that one is taking a while for me to actually like sit down and, and get done because i can't just send him some like crappily mixed like <laughs> I don't know, beat that I made. So I'm trying to work on like more of that. Uh, but 
that's one thing. And I have other producers that I'm working with, but I mean, <laughs> I'd like to do more than just that. Cause I, that's like my main way that I collaborate. It's just like, I'll get like a producer for a couple tracks on an album and that's like the collaboration, but I'd like to actually have like more guest verses and stuff like that. The only stipulation is that you can't suck. So make sure you don't suck. Um, other than that, no, I mean, there's if you suck, then it won't end up on my album because there's there's just too high of a standard of quality. No, there's yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if you could hear that from your range or the loud washing of pans and whatever's going on, but <laughs> you just said there's only room for one person to suck on those albums, and there's actually not even room for that. So thank you very much. So I want to make more collaborations. I guess this is a collaboration. I asked for a collaboration and the, you, the, the multiverse delivered that. So turn up your volume to hear that. And while I have your volume turned up, <laughs> you're welcome. Here we blew out some speakers with that. But yeah, um, we gotta take the we need to take the power back artistically because corporations control music distribution promotion and of course social media so it kind of it sucks like we've talked about the pay for play in the past but it's like for a while the internet was kind of like the wild west and you could promote whatever you wanted but now like the the powers that be have gotten control of that thanks to the the net neutrality being stripped away partially so it's like now they they i don't know it's like there'll be a new way to get your music out there and then the corporations are like well we need to grab a hold of that so now it's like you have to pay for more than three people to see your posts or whatever even people that follow you don't see your posts because they get buried under these sponsored posts and it's like only you they only see your post if they've like recently liked your post but if they never see your post because you don't pay for play pay for publicity and all that then um, the, you're not going to get people seeing it. So it's sort of like a cycle and it's all part of like these algorithms where they like, they figure out what you want to see and they only show you what they think you want to see. And that that's not even a conspiracy. That's the funny part. <laughs> that wasn't even meant to be a conspiracy theory, but that's actually true. I know it sounds like a conspiracy, but it's like, it is all pay. Like, uh, like uh you whatever you see people posting their stuff they won't tell you like if you ask an artist like oh how do you build your fan base the way you do and like you saw them on a sponsored ad they never tell you that they just paid for someone to do it so if they get if they get money like they put it out there you know like that's the that's the only way like and i see that anytime like i see a lot of stuff that's like for promotion and it's always like Oh, oh! If you if you like, give me this amount of money, I'll get you on these playlists and all that. And it's like it seems to me that if a song is really good, they would put you on the playlist anyway. Like they'd want you on their playlist, not like a pay type thing and all that. So I've noticed that that's like most of that. There's always like a catch. Like they they try to um, get you so in some way they they want to get your money which isn't surprising i mean i think everybody wants everybody's trying to make money somehow but there's not they're not for the most part from what i've seen they're not going to put you on a playlist for free they're just they're looking for you to pay them and even the the radio stations will do that and it's funny because they'll say that they don't do payola but then like 
you'll see these radio stations and they'll have like a song submission thing and you always have to pay a fee. So I'm like, so what is that? That is payola. Like that is paying for plays. I don't know. And it's just like, if, if like the, if the labels control who's getting on the radio and you're not part of a label, then it's kind of like they basically can, you know, there's no room for the independent artists and, and on social media, it's starting to get the same way. It's like they own, the labels like have power over social media and even like the, the social media companies themselves want their money. So since corporations used to pay for ads, now it's like you have to pay for ads. as like a normal person to actually get your stuff out there. If you're independent, like, I don't know. It just, it kind of sucks because it would be nice if things were more on artistic merit, but it doesn't seem like much of it is on artistic merit anymore. And I don't know where a lot of these people get their money from but for somehow people are getting the money to pay to get these plays or to pay to get these like this exposure and these like likes and follows speaking of that for your for non pay to play i don't even know if yeah i guess i'll i'll do this (laughs) follow at kurt the hero for your art needs that's at c-u-r-t the hero the hero so yeah that's my brother and um he's follow him for your art needs he's also featured on several of my songs which are of course his greatest art- artistic accomplishments so if you want to see him in peak form make sure you check him check out uh kurt the hero or crest to hero on uh on spotify apple music title and all that i know they put my stuff on youtube which i don't really like because i know how easy it is to steal stuff off of youtube but it's also on YouTube for those who don't have any of those streaming sources. Um, yeah, and it's on some other stuff too, but I think that's the main ones that people use. So yeah, go there. Um, check out Kurt the Hero. He's on my my um, albums and my EPs on some of them. We've been collaborating for a while, and he's somebody that I, I gotta give him a shout out because he has like a he doesn't make a lot of music, but he has a pretty high hit rate when he does write verses. So um, I, I'm impressed by that. Like his, uh, he kind of just stepped into music and made a couple tracks and got out, and then I pull him back in every once in a while to do some more tracks. And I don't think we've had any real duds, so uh, we got a high hit rate with those in terms of just making quality music. So yeah, check him out and. Um, he, he, I know he does like commission work and all that and just whatever. Maybe if he really likes your stuff, he'll even do it for free or give you a good rate. So check out Kurt the Hero on uh, Instagram uh, and Twitter also. So I went to the drive-in theater last night and it was a it was an interesting experience. I haven't been to the drive-in in a while. It was sort of annoying, like trying to watch the movie. And it's worse than, you know, every time I go to the theater and like, it's always annoying how many people get up throughout the movie. Like it'll be the same people getting up like a bunch of times, like, excuse me, excuse me. Just like messing up a couple seconds of the movie, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it gets annoying over time. So the driving is worse for that because it's some, it's some jackass like with their high beams on driving down, blocking the screen and they can actually alter this like, depending on where they drive, they can actually mess up the picture like completely. <laughs> so I don't know. We had to deal with that a lot. And like, um, people, co- like people would come in like halfway through the movie or like right before the movie was going to end. And it's like, what's the point in even, why are you even here at that point? 
And like, you know, nobody, there's so many people. I've never seen this many people at the drive-in. I thought I like found like some secret thing. I was all excited. Like, oh yeah, nobody's thinking of the drive-in. And it's like the longest lines I've seen. Like I thought there'd be a little more people, but it was pretty crazy how many people. And um, it took a while to get in and people were like cutting each other off to get in. It's just like, man, you guys will just find a way to like ruin anything or like <laughs> be dicks about anything. Like you're saving yourself a couple car lengths, but you're like significantly slowing the traffic down to cut in front of everyone. So almost causing accidents in some instances. And it's just like, why? Like to say it doesn't actually save you that much time. I don't get it. I've seen a lot more of that, like with the people street racing and stuff, or just like going crazy speeds. I, I gotta admit, I don't normally do this, but I had to laugh. Like I was on the freeway yesterday and I was going like I was going like 70, 75 maybe. And this this car like whips around me going like 90 and they instantly got pulled over. <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh because I'm just like, why are you like, what was wrong with the speed I was going, you know? Like, I don't normally want... I, I mean, I, I still wouldn't, like, wish that they got pulled over, but it, I'm not going to lie. It was funny to see them instantly get pulled over after doing something like that because it's just like, why are you doing that? Like, that was fast enough. Like, you didn't have to go faster than that. But I've seen that a lot more lately, like, people going 60 on the streets, like, people just going, like, these crazy speeds, or it's like, why? I just don't get it, like... um there's no need to go that fast, I guess. But anyway, back to the drive-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where are you? Where are you in a rush to get to? You're in a rush to get home and stay there all day. I don't know. It's like weird. There's nothing. That being said, I was driving 100 on the 10 about two hours ago. You were going to. <laughs> I just wanted to see what that car did. There's a lot of uh, accelerator left on the car. No one do it. I said, hey, does it feel like we're going 100? Dang. Well, one time I did get home from uh, Stockton in like four and a half hours, so that's probably not good. <laughs> if you do the calculation on the speed of that, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Stockton's about 400 miles, so yeah, I think you can do the math on my average speed, but it was overnight, so there's nobody on the road, like, but still. <laughs> Not the probably not the safest thing I've done. I just didn't. I, I like I went there, and I was I took I did a nice thing. I took a friend home, and then I got there, and the the like their stepdad was like a cop, and he like ran my plates and was like interrogating me for several hours, and it was like by the time I finally I guess they finally determined I wasn't like a threat. You know, like they saw my, my plates said they're from Chula Vista. He's like, Oh, did you cross the border or something? And they're like asking me all these like really weird questions. Cause Chula Vista is like on the, it's like near San Diego. It's like on the border. So yeah, that was an interesting experience. And after that, I just wanted to get home as fast as I could. So I was like, I just want to, I don't want to be up here anymore. I'm just going to leave. Like, that wasn't that wasn't fun, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, at the anyway, back to the driving. Um, you're a dick if you take lifted trucks to the driving. Like I saw a bunch of those people with lifted trucks, and it's like, why are you doing that? Like obscuring the screen for. I guess people don't care, but it's like you got to think if you're like ten feet in the air, however high they are, like 
you got to think like that you're going to be blocking whoever's behind you if they don't have a lifted truck. Even if they do, you'd technically be blocking them. So it is really a dick move. I don't know. Like they'd have to have a higher lifted truck than you for you to not be blocking them. But this guy popped out and of the lifted truck and he was like five feet tall. And it was just kind of funny. Like the, you know, it just seems like those guys are always compensating for something. Like he was like half the height of his truck. He popped out like walking around like with his like chest puffed out, like looking like he was trying to start a fight. And I'm like, oh God, like it couldn't have been more predictable, I guess. But yeah, so I I really think if if they either should outlaw lifted trucks from the drive-in or make them all go to the back. Because other than that, it's a dick move. Like if you're like, if you have like a lifted truck and I had a dumb moment that I want to share with you. Um I was at the drive-in with with D, who who's appeared on this guy cast a couple times, and she was talking about like how like there's all these bus stops, there's like bus stops around there, and um, I took like I was like, oh that's messed up. Why don't they have a bus stop near the drive-in? And then I I had to think about it for a second because it's like. It's literally a drive-in, but I, I told her, like, well, the bus could stop there, but I, I know that wouldn't work. But, yeah, I, it was just a dumb moment that I – because I didn't think about it. I was like, oh, that's messed up. They don't have a bus stop over there. Like, what if people who ride the bus want to go to the drive-in? But, yeah, so that that was kind of a dumb moment I had. But, yeah. But, oh, the movies I saw, which is probably the more interesting thing. I saw that Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot, which was, it was definitely a Vin Diesel movie. Um, It was just, I mean, it was, I I don't want to totally judge it because with people like driving every couple minutes and like kind of taking away from the experience, like, I don't know, I guess I didn't get to see full Vin. I didn't get to witness his full acting prowess in the movie. So I don't want to judge it too harshly. It might've been his Oscar film for all I know. Like, I don't know. But um, it was, I mean, it was all right. It, it wasn't that bad. It was the one where he's like a soldier who keeps like being brought back to life or whatever. And like, I don't know. It wasn't. The one thing I noticed is that it seemed like his voice just keeps getting deeper. Like his voice sounds deeper than Deep Space, who I had on my show last week. So that's one thing I noticed. It was just, just like, I got to get this done. It was just like, it kept like. I don't know how he does it. I guess your voice gets deeper as you get older. So at a certain point, it's, he's probably just going to be like unintelligible. Yes. At, some, <laughs> at, some, at a certain point, that's just what Vin Diesel's going to sound like. Like you won't even be able to understand him. So that's one takeaway. Uh, and I saw The Invisible Man, which which I actually liked. I thought it was pretty good. I don't I don't think I've seen the original, so I can't really compare it 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 felt more modern than i expected i guess i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna for some reason i thought it was gonna be like partially in black and white i don't know why i thought that but they didn't have that which uh was i mean it was probably good because it was already like hard to see it's like a very dark movie like not dark like in terms of uh i don't know like being like negative but it was just like literally like there's a lot of darkness in there so <laughs> that was that was a pretty good movie. I like that one. It was just about like this uh it's about this guy who who like is like a he works for like an optics company and like finds a way to turn invisible and like terrorizes people basically. So that one wasn't too bad. I mean, it, it had like a fairly interesting plot. Um 
Yeah, I, I'm gonna miss the. I'm gonna miss drive-ins when they're gone. There's not a lot of them left as it is, and um, like, I don't know. It's it's like a different way to watch movies, and it's it, for for now. Like, I mean, it's it's not as it's just different. It, I mean, it, you don't get as good of a movie experience as if you go to the theater, like a movie theater. But it's just kind of cool to just be able to sit there and, and watch some movies. And like some of these movies, I mean, are, are new, so it's like. It's fun to be able to actually still see movies since all the theaters are closed. So I don't know, but there aren't a lot of drive-ins, so I miss that one. It's like one of those things from my childhood, and um, I don't know, like I'll miss like being able to actually do that because the, the, even this drive-in, the, which was the Mission Tiki that I went to, they're talking about. I know like some somebody bought it to turn it into a business park, and I don't know if this is going to delay that at all, but it seems like it. You know, it seems like this like this could actually drive up their business more. And I don't know if it's already a done deal. I'm not like in, I don't know any of that, but it seems like I don't see any businesses opening anytime soon. So, and I, and that's the thing is like where that's located is already surrounded by business parks. So it's like, I don't see why they need like another business park when like all these business parks will be like the businesses will change all the time. Like they're always going out of business because no one's going to these places. So it's like, why would you want to open another one up? like right by all these other ones like why can't there be some more cool stuff instead of just like everything's just like a business park like a strip mall i don't know it just gets i guess it just gets kind of old over time obviously this godcast is a conspiracy to track you down to sell you more merch so i'm just throwing that out there i'm also working on a book of short stories or short stories i should say and a poetry book so look out for that um that's on the i mean those are nowhere near completion or anything like that so i'm just i'm just putting i'm just putting that out there like uh i am working on that and i want to finish my the first novel i'm working on by the end of the year and hopefully by the end of the summer if anyone was uh wondering when it was going to come out that's like my target i definitely think i could finish by the end of the year the summer might be a stretch but we'll have to see if I can get stuff going more, I want to create jobs for people in new industries. Cause I, like, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs lately and a lot of industries are down, but I feel like that I've thought of like stuff. I've thought of ways to make new jobs for people. Like I've thought of things that, that would actually thrive in this current industry, you know, this current thing we have going on. I, I think I'll expand on that more in like future episodes. Cause I don't have it fully formulated, but I'd like to, start to do stuff like that i mean i don't have a lot of resources so i'd have to have some of this stuff take off more but i'm hoping to do that and then we could you know i think we could make a better future for each other uh, and i i plan i've mentioned this before but i plan on growing more like healthy plants like it would be cool to like i think we have to become more self-sufficient because there's nothing guaranteed as you could see like it's, I think it's bad to just be left out there and not have a way to fend for yourself. And a lot of people depend on shopping online or even shopping at stores. And it just seems like it's sort of limited and you don't have total control of that. So it's good to give yourself more control and put more power back in your own hands. So I think that's something to definitely something to work towards because as generations have become more advanced, they've become more and more reliant on technology and, and it's less on like, 
actually knowing how to do stuff and more on like, oh, I could just like order this or whatever, you know, like, and things become more convenient, but at the same time, it's like, it's still good to know, to have a backup plan all the time. So I don't know. That's just something that I'm personally working on. So stay tuned for more of the Godcast. KZRO Sports, 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 Sports. <laughs> uh, the latest in uh, sports news. The NBA may play at Disney World. The NBA is talking about setting up like camp at Disney World and having all the... I don't know if it's going to be all the teams. If I don't think they know if they're going to finish the regular season yet or what. Like, Or if it's just going to go straight to playoffs. I'm kind of more of a fan of going straight to playoffs with like, of course, like a proper training camp and all that. I just think like going, trying to finish the regular season now would be really weird. I think, you know, I think just, I mean, they played like three quarters of a season. I think that's enough where you could kind of call it a day on that. And just, I mean, it sucks. Like I know for the teams that are on the bubble, but, and the Lakers are in first, so I don't give a fuck about them. <laughs> but for real, like a, I know it sucks for the teams that are on the bubble, but honestly, it's like we got to make some sacrifices. Like, and the teams that really suck probably are like, okay, cool, <laughs> this shit's over. Like, I don't think they wanted to struggle to the finish line. Like, oh, can we can we get to twenty wins? Let's see, guys. Like, I don't think. But the idea of Disney World kind of makes sense because you can close it off to the public, like completely, like. They were talking about Vegas also, but Vegas, I don't think you can close down as much. Like, you can to an extent, but I like Disney World. It's, like, sprawling. Like, it's it's big. Like, it's a big area. So, I don't know. I felt like it made sense in my head, like, why they would do that. Like, I, I thought the idea was good. And, of course, it's Florida. Of course, Florida, which is where the UFC is holding three events in the near future on May 9th, 15th. Or no, 13th and 16th in Florida, I should say. So, yeah, Florida is, I guess, trying to become like the sports capital. Uh, I know the governor like recently declared sports an essential business. Not sure how that works, really. But some of the stuff doesn't make sense. Like, for whatever reason, like, no hair salons are open, right? Which is like, I mean debatable whether it's essential but nail shops are open certainly not essential i mean it's like like hair i almost feel like it seems a little more essential to me than 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 a nail shop i don't know like i could be wrong maybe it's the same thing but to me i mean i guess my logic behind it is like the vast majority of men aren't going to the nail shop like some go yeah sure some go the vast majority of men. So you're cutting out half the population there, right? Everybody gets haircuts at some point, pretty much. I mean, there's some people that don't, but whatever. Like, the vast majority of people get haircuts. And a lot of people get them regularly, like every two weeks or whatever. Like, so to close that, but have the nails open, it's just, it's just a little weird to me. I don't know. 
I don't know the logic behind it. Maybe it's because one's like on your face. I don't know. But <laughs> to me, it's like if you're going to close one, you should close the other. Or if you're going to open one, you should open the other. I don't understand how it's like okay to have one open and not the other. That seems strange to me. But I mean, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Florida is lifting the stay-at-home order starting May the 4th, which, yeah, I don't know um, why they are so adamant about doing this, but I mean, Florida's going to Florida, I guess, and that's this is the decision that they wanted to make. Um, I can't necessarily say I fully agree with it. I don't know that it's going to go so well, but good luck to you, Florida. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, and I would encourage California to ban any travel from Florida at this time. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just seems like that's, I don't know. Like, I think we should just chill, just see what happens. Like, cause other parts of the world where this hit sooner aren't even reopening yet necessarily. So for them to reopen seems a little premature, but who am I to fault the wisdom of the Florida man, right? Who am I? <laughs> uh, this weekend was the five-year anniversary of Mayweather Pacquiao. It's, uh, the maybe the biggest fight in history, certainly one of the biggest fights. I know, like as a boxing fan, I watched for like man, it was like five, six years where we were just waiting for that fight to get made. You know, like around two thousand nine, I would say is when the hype really started for it, and everyone's just hoping for the fight and. It didn't happen until 2015, and by the time it happened, both guys were were older. You know, I it was still exciting for me. It was I remember it being a surreal moment, like just looking and like, are they in the ring together? Like this is really happening right now. It just it looked like it it was a trip to see. It just looked like man, this just doesn't even look like it's supposed to be happening. I guess because. I think a lot of us had convinced ourselves like, oh, we should, it's not going to happen. Like, there's no way at this point. Like, or, you know, it just seemed like like Bob Aram was in the way. Uh, Al Heyman was in the way. Everyone was in the way. I, I mostly faulted Bob Aram. And I thought Pacquiao's like uh, excuse for like not wearing the needles was kind of, it was always a little sus. I don't think it's fair to say he's a drug cheat off that, but it certainly doesn't it certainly doesn't look good, you know. So I always put the blame more in Pacquiao's court. I feel like the general public blamed Mayweather more just because he's a less popular figure. He's built a I mean, honestly, he's built a career out of being the villain. And it's worked for him. And um I don't I mean, I don't hate Mayweather or anything like that. Like in fact, I'm a fan of his of his fighting. Like as a person, I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan because he's he's. I certainly don't agree with everything he's done or said. But at the same time, I'm not really looking for a role model in a boxer. So that's just me. But um, yeah, he's a very good fighter. I mean, it's hard not to appreciate his talent at least. And he he just whooped Pacquiao on that night. <laughs> I remember. I remember people, some people actually still think Pacquiao won that fight. And I'm like, you know, he won like two rounds, right? Like, you realize that, right? I think it was, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I feel like it was like round four and round six, something like that. And he won one round pretty clearly. I remember that. So if you gave him like three, 
maybe if you're really pushing it four rounds, like he'd still be down eight to four. I just, I don't know what, what some of those people saw. I think the fanboys just like wanted to wish that into existence or something. Cause man, Manny had Manny, 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 Manny had such a, <laughs> a fanboy train, such a bandwagon, like in boxing, like dudes that didn't know anything about boxing at all. We're like Pacquiao fans and we're like trying to tell you about how Pacquiao was the greatest of all time, like better than Ali and all this shit. And I was like, man, (laughs) I mean, naturally it was a lot of Filipino dudes that were like, they were doing that. And it was a whole thing like, man, like, I guess I was just so deeply entrenched in the, in the boxing universe that I just saw a lot of this shit. And it was, (laughs) it was a lot to take in. People were so mad. People would get so fired up defending these other grown men. It was like, it was a little weird, to be honest. It's like, all right, are you on the their payroll? Because otherwise, I don't know why the fuck you're on their nuts this hard. Like, you're doing this for free, you know? <laughs> but people insisted on, on defending their, their guy that they had never met before. <laughs> but, but, man, um... I'm going to say something that people probably won't agree with. I don't think it was a bad fight. I really don't. I actually was, I found myself entertained by the fight. Um, Mostly because it's like, I knew what to expect. The people that weren't entertained just wanted to see Mayweather get knocked out. I enjoyed seeing Mayweather totally shut down somebody who is an all time great in their own right in Pacquiao. And um, Mayweather just like, he had him scared. I saw Mayweather hit him with some straight rights and Pacquiao didn't want to fight anymore and essentially was in survival mode for most of that fight because I think Floyd hit harder than he thought and he was caught off guard by that coming in and was like, oh, fuck, I can't get Marquez forward by this guy because he caught him with that same overhand right that Marquez caught him with. And I mean, it didn't land quite as flush, but it looked like it fucked him up a little and he was having some flashbacks. And I mean, Pacquiao seems like a great guy. Like, don't get me wrong. Overall, other than I guess the anti-gay stuff, but you know, he's, he's religious. That's, that's like kind of, I'm not excusing it, but I would expect that, you know, it's like that kind of goes hand in hand with like the ultra religious among us. And it's like, they're just doing what they think is right. They, they really believe. That's the thing. I'm not going to disrespect people's beliefs totally. Like, I don't agree with that. And I don't think it says that anywhere in the Bible. But some it's there, there's enough people that believe that where it's like you can't just um, totally write it all off as like, oh, they're all crazy. It's like, no, there's, there's something that's leading them to believe this. You know, I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway the anti-gay Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> that's, that's just his label. Nothing about being a boxer or anything. Nah. But, um, I don't know. He, like, he is an all-time great in his own right. I mean, he still gave Floyd a tougher fight than most people, which is saying something because he really didn't do shit in the fight, but he made, he did get Floyd covering up. It looked like he might have buzzed him once or whatever, but, I mean, in general, he really didn't do much at all in the fight, you know. So, <laughs> there's that. Um, man, over $600 million were in revenue were generated. So, 
That's a lot of money off one fight. And uh, they split that pretty much 60-40 with Floyd taking the 60 and Pacquiao taking the 40. So a lot of money going around that night. And I mean, man, sports is really slow right now. There's not a lot to really talk about. Um, I think we did we did pretty damn well, honestly. I feel like we're, we're hitting this show. I, I got to give us some credit on KZRO. But until next week, that was your sports. And now let us read from the book of Grav. <clears throat> you must bow to me as Don New Pona, fucking girls up with non-lewd boners. No Vaselina, blast the teams. Who blaspheme with the ass regime? Zach the King, you must bow to me as Don New Pona, fucking girls up with non-lewd boners. No Vaselina, blast the teams. Who blaspheme with the ass regime? Zach the King. All I know is flex, flex, and more flex. Please watch your step in the flex vortex. Much more next. Professional protocol. I throw it all with no withdrawal. My flosses equal kiboshes. Step right up, I supply losses. This is all just a simulation. I'll break free with no limitations. The continuation of incineration. The stimulation of all generations. Slicing through all your backwards plots. Take you all out with the aftershocks. None of them are in my hemisphere. The end is near. No limits here. Shutting down more than coronavirus. You're welcome if you've known the flyest. You must bow to me as Don Nubona. Fucking girls up with non boners. No Vaseline. I blast the teams who blaspheme with the Atrazine. Zach's the king. You must bow to me as Don Nubona. Fucking girls up with non lewd boners. No Vaseline. I blast the teams who blaspheme with the Atrazine. Zach's the king. Yo, yo, yo. Send all your conspiracies in to KZRO, no matter how outlandish we want to hear them. Seriously, I'm, I'd am i love to share some on the air. It's its interesting to me. I mean, if it, because at the end of the day, it's like, if it's a believable one, cool. That's something to talk about. If it's a horribly far-fetched one, it's something to laugh at. So either way, send them all in. We want them all. It's been an interesting time. No, this is not filler at all. <laughs> I'm going through a lot personally that is hard to discuss on here. Sort of just developing events maybe I'll share in the future. But man, I mean, I really try to be the best I can be. And I feel like I'm always taken for granted. And there's always room to improve. And I try to be better every day. Like, it's tough. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm generally, I'm giving more to people than I'm getting back. Like, I I always reach out to people, check on them and all that, and they'll reply sometimes. Sometimes they, most of the time they won't really. And then whenever they need something, hey, how's it going? You know, they ease into it. They think they're slick. And, they, and it's like, so can, can you do me a favor? It's always like something like that, man. Every single time. It sucks. 
It sucks because it'll be people that are really close to you. It feels like the only time you talk to them is when they're using you for something. And it's unfortunate, you know. But I want to see everyone flourish, you know. It's a tough time for everyone, and we deserve that. And that's what life in zero gravity is all about, you know. So um, check out the Harmony Politics podcast. Um, She came on my Godcast and... I like her her show. I feel like it's or I shouldn't call it a show. I guess I like her show. It's uh, informative. I feel like especially if you live in the IE, there's a lot of good information for you on there. So check it out. And um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be on there in the very near future. So if you just can't get enough of what we're doing here, you can always visit the Harmony Politics as well. So yeah, man. Um, Thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, I've enjoyed this show. Um, I really am trying to get more guests on. It's just I'm so busy personally that it's it's difficult. I know we had hyperspace and deep space on last week, but, you know, in general, I'm trying to get more guests. <laughs> so just, you know, stay positive and let me know if there's anything you need. Like, don't hesitate. I love to help people and you know, right now people really need a lot of help. So thank you for everything. Peace. Lurking in the shadows after murking up from battles. Surgery, I murder these, I'm serving up some cattle. Sheep motherfuckers, no wonder they never heard of me. Cause I emerge from deep town. It's a birthday eat, curses he, but I keep dispersing verses. Why you worship bullshit? All your words are worthless. Lock you by comedy, you go be fucking me. You're ironically, you're sucking me. A fucking basket case that lacerates. Bitch, I'll take headshots to your plastic face. Got nothing to lose, so I'm fucking with you. Tuck your chain, take your tail, start tucking it too. I feel the thrill like I'm only three murders and try to hold him back. But the chaos resurfaces in burger and bloodlust I must consume. The light of the full moon disrupts my tune. Welcome to the motherfucking grind. Fuck your structures, I'm the crux disruptor. Welcome to the motherfucking grind. Ain't tough to snuff on you, but it's fucked up. Welcome to the motherfucking grind. Fuck your structures, I'm the crux disruptor. Welcome to the motherfucking grind. Ain't tough to snuff on you, but it's fucked up. Stuff, are you busters fucked up? Welcome to the motherfucking grind. Fuck your.
your structures, I'm the crux disruptor Welcome to the motherfucking grime Ain't tough to snuff, all you busters fucked up Welcome to the motherfucking grime Fuck your structures, I'm the crux disruptor You murder rap, so I murder you vultures I pull my fist, don't pull burners from posters I'm not concerned with it, I'll let you burn a bit Turn around a rich turn for returning kids You learn it yet? Welcome to your bit yet Torture ya, smorgasbord ya for the set I'm obsessed on what work, I'm slow cooking up Rookies to the vets, yes I'm mushing them Up into a dumb flow gumbo Get that mumbo mumbo jumbo jumbo Like Dr. Seuss but I'm more of a surgeon Cut up one bitch, two bitch, snow with the urchins Dead bitch, headless, pieces get dissected All the blood you bleed as soon as I wreck it I can snap in an instant, I'm back with a vengeance You surfers get the skull cracked in my penis